This is Healing Woman Podcast, a safe space created to inspire all women to shamelessly embrace the good, bad, and ugly parts of healing and unapologetically go after the life you deserve. On this podcast, we talk about all things wellness, lifestyle, and spiritual. Prepare to laugh, cry, get weird, and most importantly, grow as we find community within each other. I am your host, Timbria Nichelle. Welcome to Healing Woman. I'm calling this one my PNP error. Protection and peace. Kind of like D&D, you can't get a hold of me. This PNP, you really can't get a hold of me. This morning, I got up and I decided to take some white sage and smudge my entire home. When it comes to sage, there are certain times when I like to use sage and certain times when I don't wanna use sage. So if I'm feeling like the end of a chapter has come or the energy is really heavy and negative or it's been too many people in my bubble, I'll go through the house with sage and clear all that shit out because that is what sage is going to do. But any other time, if I'm like, you know, I, I, every day is not going to be a good day, but if I still have that momentum I need for the completion of a task, a project, I won't go through it, Sage. I will take some Palo Santo and I will just cleanse and refreshen the air, my space. So that's what I did this morning. And I love it because the air in my home around me, it just feels lighter. And I've been going through a lot lately. I've been in therapy since 2018. It's been a while. I started out with just psychiatry so the difference between a psychologist and a psychiatrist is the psychiatrist prescribes the medication to try to give you that added boost that you may need but psychiatry does not work well without psychology talk therapy attached to it So I've had a bunch of different experiences when it comes to therapy. Um, Currently, I have been consistent with my psychology appointments, my talk therapy appointments. I had this idea. I always have ideas that I have to unlearn. And this was one that therapy isn't going to be as good if I don't go in person. And with everything happening in my life, I'm a mom, a student, a business owner, a writer, a creator. I do not have time all the time to make it to an appointment that I scheduled. I'm trying to get better with my time management. Like now I will only take one appointment a day just to give myself space and grace in case something occurs that's out of my control. I stopped going to my psychiatry appointments because I, at the time, I didn't like the idea that I needed medication to help me get to where I wanted to be. I really struggled, and I still struggle, from this absolute or black and white type of thinking 
So I believed, since I was on pills, that I would never be strong enough to fully heal. And this is where this podcast comes from, because nobody in their entire life is ever going to be fully healed. That is not a thing. That does not exist. So if you're waiting on, oh, I'm going to wait to put myself out there for a relationship until I'm fully healed, um, newsflash, (laughs) you're just making excuses for something deeper, I mean, maybe, I don't know your situation, but I'm just saying, you don't have to be completely healed to put yourself out there. There's a quote by Aretha Kitt that says, I am learning all the time. The tombstone will be my diploma. And I felt that. Realizing I had these cognitive distortions came from me going to therapy and me sitting with myself. So. The me before believed that taking medication was for the weak. The me now believes that there are times where we need that extra support and that is okay. You are not an addict or you're not a crazy person because you're in therapy or because you're taking medication for your mental health. Those two things are mutually independent, and this is where the term duality comes into play. I love the idea of duality, which is two things can exist at the same time. And so this is me unlearning old ideas that no longer serve the me now. The thing I love most about being in therapy is that I can look at a bad habit I have currently, which is not communicating how I feel. That's something that I've been dealing with a lot lately. And so in therapy, I can basically go back to the trauma or the event that occurred that made me feel like my voice doesn't matter. My feelings don't matter no one cares, so shut up. Or someone else's feelings are more important than mine. Like These are ideas and behaviors that have been learned. And now it's time for me to unlearn them. So for example, me feeling like I have not been communicating how I feel to those that I love. I do this because when I love somebody, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I've seen it happen before where I have said my opinion or spoke my piece and it really put somebody else through the ringer and I didn't want that to happen. But I have to understand that I am not responsible for other people's feelings and emotions. Nobody is. You're not responsible for the next. I'm not responsible for the next. It actually takes a lot of growing up and maturing and self-realization to understand that. You are in control of your emotions. You are not responsible for the emotions of others. What I can say though is when I realized that I wasn't speaking up for myself, I kind of like lashed out like a rebellious kid. I told everybody and their mother off. 
indirectly and directly. And I didn't care what happened. I wasn't here to clear up any rumors, take it how you take it. And I was okay with that. But I realized that, hey, well, that's creating another problem. <laughs> because communication is a two-way street. There's a receiver and there's a deliverer or whatever you want to call it. And we can be both. We do both when we communicate. Lashing out and speaking your mind are not the same thing. They give you two different outcomes. So I made a couple people upset. I lost a couple people. And in losing a couple people, I was like, hey, fuck it. Lose the rest of them. There's other things that were playing out in my mind that I wasn't addressing, but that's what ended up happening. My phone, dry. My Instagram now, my personal Instagram is private. I attempted to cut myself off from everyone in the entire world because I realized a lot of stuff. I put a lot of stuff together. Another thing too that kept my voice muted with the people that I love is if you don't have nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. What? I can't help how you feel about some things that I say. If I'm not cussing you out, I think we should change that quote and it should be um, a bit more specific. <laughs> if I'm not cussing you out, I'm speaking nice because I'm saying how I feel. Listen, there was another quote that I heard when I was going through a different detachment phase and that was this woman, she was writing an autobiography and she mentioned her family in it. Her family read it and they, they got mad at her for what she put in her book. And she said, hey, if you don't like the person that's in my book, then you need to take a look at yourself because that is what you did. That has nothing to do with me. I'm telling the story of what you did and how you made me feel. And if you don't like it, eh, you should have treated me better. Therapy has really done a lot for me and helped me be responsible for my actions. And there's all types of therapy. I find when I cry, if I have a therapy session, I'm not doing anything for the rest of the day because when I cry, that takes so much out of me. I feel so drained and stressed out. I do not like crying because it's exhausting. And they say, oh, you need to cry. You need to let it out. And this is true. If you're fighting back tears, don't fight back tears. If you got them, let them flow. But don't just sit there and try to make yourself cry because you think it's going to make you feel better. It might if that works for you. But if it hasn't worked for you, it's okay. It's not for everybody. That's something else I had to unlearn. Sitting and trying to make myself cry to overcome something was not a good, a good way of releasing for me. I found that physical therapy oh, did so much for me. When I started boxing, I felt every negative emotion 
event that I was holding on to, the sadness, the rage. With every punch, I felt it leave my body and stick to that bag. I only got a gym membership because they had the punching bags. Growing up, I used to fight to solve my problems and that is not the best way to do that. Once I joined the military, once I turned 18, I realized how real jail was. People will call the police on you and you just wanna fight and solve the problem. They wanna call the police on you. And also these days, you just never know what people got. They will kill you. So fighting is not always the answer. So when I really looked at what I was saying, I like to fight. I like to physically release my aggressions, my sadness in a healthy way. Fighting other people is not healthy. Punching that bag is healthy and it does so much more for me. I don't get scarred up. <laughs> and another form of therapy that I didn't realize was so profound for me and my healing is poetry, writing. I didn't realize that until 2019 and it really changed my life because journaling, my overthinking, my absolute way of thinking, my systemic way of thinking had me making my journal entries a certain way and it was becoming robotic. I didn't feel like I was releasing any emotions that I had. I did get to check in with myself. That is what journaling did for me. But the emotion aspect was missing and that's something that I wanted to work on. So with poetry, I have been able to feel, see, give life to my emotions in a way that I can handle. I am someone that finds emotions so heavy <laughs> and draining. But when it is in a way that I can handle it, like poetry, so I can, be, I can look at that feeling of sadness and be like, oh, this is what it's actually doing to me. There are so many different forms of therapy. Do not single yourself out to one. Do not think that you have to go to a psychologist for you to heal. Do not think that you can avoid the psychologist to heal. Honestly, try everything out once with an open mind and see what works for you. I want to finish this podcast off a little different and I'm going to read you guys the first poem I wrote as an adult that changed my life and it'll kind of give you some insight too into this, the mental state I was in. I titled it The Demon Inside. She's the eye of the storm. She empowers rage, leaving a trail of destruction she doesn't mourn. I try to keep her locked in a cage, though her blistering flames cannot be contained. I let her take over when I'm feeling pain. Those people deserve it, so why am I ashamed? She makes me happy. Her unpredictiveness is a part of her scheme. That smile is fake. She's waiting for you to take the bait. Physical pain is her entertainment. But before every circus, there's a payment. Your mind. She'll mind fuck you and watch you die. It's a reward for her, adding fuel to her fire. 
It's time for me to fight back before she destroys me completely and there's no turning back. And that was in 2019 and the year is 2023 and I'm still going through some of this. The physical pain is her entertainment. I have found physical therapy for healing because I was under the impression the only way to get this out was to fight people to lash out on people and there are other ways physical therapy is a real thing whether that's boxing playing a sport whatever do what makes you feel good that is the end of today's podcast and I loved it this one was not scripted so I hope you kept up with me and until next time